What up, Gene? What up, Scav? What's good, brother? So, hey, man, I took that black bias Harvard test you mentioned to me uh, in our last episode. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> and uh, I think my results are a little interesting. Give me good news, man, please. We'll tell you what, man. Let's get into it in this week's episode. Oh, man, let's go. Okay. Check out Michigan. I can make a bounce. <laughs> everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show you know it on podbean and strangelabel.com i am your host scav d dizzle this show is brought to you by the first cup of coffee in weeks (laughs) (laughs) try one today i promise you will not need a mouth guard afterwards believe me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Coming up in the hour, we got music from J. Cole. I'm feeling a little lucky tonight, so who knows what I'm going to play, and so much more. But first, I must introduce my co-host. He's the lemon oil and water to my vinegar. <laughs> He's the aloe. It's my rubbing alcohol. How's about... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we get a healthy mix of Gene Techman in here, ladies and gentlemen. Gene Techman. Hey, hey Gene Techman here, mixing it up. Perspective changing, debating, hip-hop sponge. What's up, Scab D? What the yeah, fuck is man. good, my Chilling, man? man. Gene Techman, Scab D in real time here, folks. You because know, you know, you know. This is a real-time podcast. You motherfuckers better be listening in real time. None of this fucking sped up one and a half times bullshit. All right, you better keep us on normal speed. Sit down, relax, light your bowl, and just listen, okay? Chill. Guys, we're going to start talking real slow. <laughs> so you motherfuckers just hear what we saying. Like this, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Gene, everything good, my man? You know, man, I'm always trying to live my best life as much as possible, man. Put out good vibes and positive energy every place I go, man. So I'm just trying to look at the bright side of uh, the craziness that's going on in the world today. You know what I mean? Well, good for you, man. Yourself, bro? <laughs> I, uh, I can't say I'm doing the same, man. We uh, fucking had to take a, another week off of the fucking show just because, man, my mental health is absolutely in the shitter lately. Absolutely Dude, in I- the shitter. 
I feel you, man. It's tough, like finishing up this quarantine and uh, trying to get acclimated to new, the new world, the new, new, you know, the new normal. But uh, yeah, man, how's your vibe, bro? What's up? I've been angry for weeks now, dude. Oh, man. I mean, with everything going on, man, it's almost a month straight of just nothing but anger. Man, I'm all fucked yeah. up. All fucked up. I ain't wanted to do anything lately. You know, that's why I didn't fucking do a show last week. Right. Man, I've just been drinking, right. man. All I'm doing is drinking. <laughs> man, that uh, it's a slippery slope, man. I, I've been doing nothing but smoking, so uh, I feel you on the other perspective oh, there, I'm man. I'm smoking, I to, too. I need, to, I need to manage. Oh, you're, you're doubling it up. Is that right? <laughs> drinking and smoking, smoking and drinking. Drinking and smoking. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to dig myself out of this funk, though, man. I am. You know, I'm trying yeah. to find some positive energy. You know, uh, a little good in the world, like what you're doing. What do you do when you're depressed? You're feeling a little lost. Gene, what do you do? You know, man, I've battled with depression in the past in my life. I read a book years ago. I read it four times when I was going through like a very, very bad low in my life. And uh, I have a lot of pride, so I'm not one to really ask for help. Sometimes that could be tough, you know, to uh, even swallow your pride to get to that point. But I was able to read this book and I learned that, you know, if you live in the future, you know, you're going to live with anxiety and you're going to be worrying about things that haven't ever happened. You know, they, they don't even exist, but you're worried about it. And to have depression means you're living in the past. So you're looking at your behind yourself on, on what you maybe didn't accomplish or maybe what you used to have or something to that nature. So what I started to learn to do, man, is just understand that I am the controller of my own thoughts and I'm living in the now. So I started just really trying to grab a hold of my moment, my breath, my thinking, and, you know, just kind of like take smoking time to like meditate and just know like I'm in control of this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not easy. It's, a, it's almost like across the parallels of praying or yoga or, you know, just smoking out. And that's my prayer. You know what I mean? Like I like to smoke and just kind of like realize I'm in control of this shit. What can you do to dig yourself out of it? You know what I mean? But that's just what works for me. See, now I used to think that I had a pretty good grasp on my own reality and I did used to. I don't know, trust my surroundings and shit like that. But uh, man, after everything that's gone on these last four months, I don't fucking trust anything anymore. I'm all confused. Dude, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It is hard to trust just about anything, man. It's like you got to watch your six and your 12 at all times anymore, you know? Yeah. Fucking A, man. But uh, yeah, like I said, man, I'm trying to find some something good in this cold, yeah. cold world. So. Yeah, man, I've been eating a lot of fudge popsicles. That's what I've something I've found that's really good. And my one wheel. I've been one wheeling a lot, too. So those are those are two good things that I've been enjoying this summer is fudge popsicles and my one wheel, man. Well, I will actually tell you something good. Uh, I already mentioned I took the uh, liberty of taking the black bias Harvard test that you spoke about in our last episode. Yeah. You know, just kind of check, see where I'm at. Right. The uh, program, it's called Project Implicit, by the way. You mm. can search Harvard Implicit Bias Test and you'll get it. But uh, you'll be pleased to know uh -oh. that apparently, according to this test, my responses suggested a slight automatic preference for black people over white people. Uh, How okay, about that? okay, okay, How about that, okay, huh? okay, all right, <laughs> so that's why I'm your co-host, okay, all right, all right, so I mean, I mean you know. <laughs> I, I knew it all along, you know, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> now this proves it. Hey, it's actually proves all it. All right. <laughs> You're all right, Scav. You're yeah. all right in my book, man. <laughs> Dog, 
I immediately broke up with my girlfriend right after it. I set up an account on Black Cupid. <laughs> I'm going all in, man. I'm going all in. Hey, man. Hey, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> you know what I got to do is I got to take the light skin uh, versus dark skin bias test now. <laughs> I got to see where I'm at there. They got one of those. They got a ton of different tests on there that uh, people can take. Uh, they got tests for uh, Asian bias, weight, uh, transgender, age. Uh, I fucking hate children, so I'm not taking that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm also not taking the uh, Arab Muslim test either. <laughs> I, uh, I know I have some work to do in that department. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I'm on hey, it, though, man. That, I'm on it. At least you can admit it's step yeah, one. You there know you go, I mean? man. Like, step one, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Then you have a problem. <laughs> Your boy's got 99 of those. But, uh, <laughs> shit. Something that ain't a problem, though, is uh, summer, right? Summer, very much upon us. It yep, starts in just absolutely. a couple days here. And the, the weather has been absolutely lovely here in our little peninsula mitten. We like to call Michigan. Absolutely. Lovely weather means outdoor grilling is in full effect right it is it is definitely grill season man i dusted mine off the other day and threw some things on the barbie what'd you make you know i threw some uh i threw some wings on the grill after i uh slowly cooked them in some barbecue sauce i made uh some grilled zucchini uh made some salmon steaks uh over some cedar planks you know what i mean Ooh, like okay i threw down man you know that's what's up that's what's up cool yeah, yeah that you nice know summery me. shit Hit it yeah. with the lemon at the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nice yeah. and fresh, like, Hell bam. yeah, man. It's like they doing them commercials and shit. And hit that seafood with the lemon, man. Squeeze that shit on there. Looks you beautiful. Know that shit. Tastes beautiful. Mm -hmm. Slow yeah. motion and shit. I'm always on the fucking grill, you know? I, even in winter, I'm always on the grill, so I'm always doing that shit up. But, uh, yeah, with summer, like you said, in full effect, we're breaking out the grills. So uh, just a friendly reminder, folks, when you're scraping off your grill with that old brush this summer... Watch out for grill pubes afterwards, okay? You know what them grill pubes are, right? I've never heard of a grill pube, a man. Grill pube? Me. A grill pube. Those are those little metal bristles on your grill brush that, you know, sometimes break off. Mm. You know, if your brush is a little bit old, they'll break off and they stick to your grill and they fucking somehow they get in your hamburger. Mm. Yuck. Right. So you got to watch out for those this summer, all right? Because if you get one of them fucking metal grill pubes stuck in your throat you're fucking done eh. you're done eh. summer's over eh. summer's eh. over <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. more no more burgers at bob's house for me shit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> an estimated 1700 americans went to the emergency room between 2002 and 2014 after oh, having man. ingested wire bristles and grilled food Oh, shit. All right. That's as of 2014. It's 2020 now. I don't imagine that number having dropped at all at this point. <laughs> I feel like we've only gotten dumber as a species since then, particularly in the last four years. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm going to have to drop game on everybody out there that uh, has ever had a grill pube or know somebody that may have. I got a grill cleaner that's a wood plank, has a handle on the back of it. And it starts off a flat surface. So you have to spend some time on a hot grill and you, you go back and forth. You just rake it back and forth. But eventually this plank custom 
burns to your specific grill. So if you have round grates, or if you have flat grates that some grills have, and this thing works so damn awesome, and I don't have to worry about grill pubes. I know that's for sure. Hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty badass, man. I, I promise you, and uh, it's definitely the way to go. And I've used it for multiple seasons, and you just use it as it burns down. Like, it burns down over time, but honestly, I've had it for like three seasons now, and it's still, I still have uh, some plank to go. Fuck me, you have to tell me about that after we're done recording. Straight up, man. It's fire. It's great, you know? So, but uh, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine having a grill pube, man. That would be like one of my biggest fears in life next to like burning to death and drowning. Holy shit. <laughs> 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 I would hate to be have a, a metal, a thin metal wire just lodged in the back of my throat. I mean, I don't like food getting stuck in my teeth, let alone the back of my throat, man. I would, uh, God, I'd have a panic attack, and I'm sure I would have a heart attack before the EMS even arrived to where I was at. Yeah, and getting it caught in your throat is easy street, right? I read an article a little while back about a woman who actually had to have stomach surgery because of a grill pube Ugh. yeah man had to get her whole fucking stomach cut open Ugh. damn yeah, man she was tearing up her insides yeah man. not in a good way horrible <laughs> <laughs> man women have the worst luck with food i feel like they have the worst <laughs> luck with food there was this other woman i remember reading about this there was another broad who choked and died on a hot dog at a cubs game in chicago a few years ago oh wow <laughs> right how shitty would that be? Dude, that's like uh, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, just uh, being a cute girl and choking on a hot dog in front of a capacity crowd. Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> shitty way to go out. That's like baby food, too. Like, they give hot dogs to babies. Like, man, yeah. choke on a hot dog yeah. in a public arena. Oh, man. <laughs> that's sad, too. <laughs> Can you imagine her funeral? <laughs> it had to have been the most awkward funeral ever. <laughs> the most unfortunate, awkward funeral. Like, there's some guy, you know, standing in front of a bunch of people in a church. He's crying, and he's just like, Linda loved going to baseball games. <laughs> she loved peanuts. She loved Cracker Jacks. <laughs> she loved an ice-cold Budweiser. <laughs> she loved, um... Um, everything else that could be associated with a baseball game, too. <laughs> <laughs> like a poor broad. Chokes on a hot dog. Yeah. Girls, please. That was nice, Frank. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, please be careful with the food out there this summer. All right, please. I'm worried about you. Uh, damn it. Dude, and, you uh, know what's funny as shit, though? Speaking of hot dogs. Uh, I, I want to say it's a TikTok challenge. I don't know. It could be one of those crazy things, but slow motion videos of people catching hot dogs in their mouths. Like, you know, you might throw like a piece of popcorn and you catch it in your mouth. You might throw like a Skittle across the room in someone's mouth. Hot dogs in slow motion. And I'd have to say nine out of ten times people don't catch it. So they have this slow motion wiener flipping across the air. <laughs> smacking them in the face and they're trying to grab it in their mouth every once in a while someone gets lucky and when they do get lucky the whole thing goes halfway down their throat and lodges <laughs> in their throat you know and it's all in slow motion so it's absolutely hilarious man if you haven't seen that shit look it up you'll get at least a good 15 20 minutes of uh hysterical laughing time out of it <laughs> see now that kind of reminds me of jackass 3 when they got that high speed camera and they're just shooting projectile dildos 
<laughs> out of cannons at each other's faces and shit. <laughs> Watch somebody get hit in the face with a dildo at high speed is quite fucking funny. <laughs> it's just like that. That's pretty much what it is. It's fantastic. Because, I mean, you can't look at the hot dog without thinking it's a dildo or a cock flying through the air. You know what I mean? So it's like, go. it's an inevitable process of uh, hysterical laughter. I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Wiener-shaped food. <laughs> well, there you go, girls. Have fun with that this summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. Uh, speaking of women, uh, <laughs> unfortunately involved with food, uh, the uh, woke movement is uh, probably in its fullest of swings now. And uh, some brand names are under mad pressure to do away with some of their old logos that have been deemed offensive now these days. Uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago the Land O'Lakes Indian Butter Lady just disappeared off of their packaging, right? Yep. The latest brand revamping its image, and it's definitely well overdue, Aunt Jemima pancakes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, Aunt Jemima pancakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's just going away forever, too, man. She's just going away. Even her name. This the entire brand is being retired. No, sir, you can't do that. <laughs> That's a race in our history. <laughs> right? They tried as long as they could to keep her in the kitchen, right? As <laughs> long as they could. The uh, brand's origin and logo is based off the song Old Aunt Jemima from a minstrel show performer and uh, reportedly was sung by slaves. Mm. Comedy's website said the logo started in 1890 and was based on Nancy Green, a storyteller, cook, and missionary worker. Well, she just sounds like a fine and dandy woman, right? Powerful woman, right, Gene? She probably makes the best pancakes and syrup in the world, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. However, there is one thing the website fails to mention uh, about Green. Uh, she was a slave. Ah. <laughs> yeah, she was born into slavery. And uh, they just took her likeness and ran with it. On some, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, on some mammy shit. And, uh, and somewhere in our history, that was, uh, it was okay, you know? It, it, there was a time and space, and it's funny to look back at it, that, you know, the mammy... Ended up being like the slave that uh, worked in the house, yeah. as Bill Maher would say, the house nigga, you know? And, uh, you know, they worked in the house, and uh, a lot of times that slave would eventually, uh, it would raise the kids of the family, you know? So the, the children became very familiar with auntie, you know, Aunt Mammy, Aunt Jemima. So, you know, the depiction to soften the blow that you'd still a slave working, you know, outside of their will, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? They tried to, they tried to label this slave as a part of the family, so to speak, and, and gave them the names uncle and auntie, you know, and really <laughs> there was no relation at all. Kind of yeah. wild, but there you go, man. Auntie Jemima, uncle Ben. Yeah. Fucking crazy shit, man. You know, and the, the pancakes aren't even that fucking good. I don't care what anybody says. No. I can make way better fucking pancakes, man. Like, no. There's nothing to fight here. We're talking about a fucking, uh, we're talking about a slave on a pancake box. I mean, come on now. Like, it's time to change that shit. If they change Toucan Sam and the way that Toucan Sam was looking a fucking couple weeks ago, I don't know what the fuck is up with that now, but we definitely can change Aunt Jemima to some some other shit, man. How about how about just some pancakes? How about a pancake man? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Aunt Jemima's just gone. She's retired. She's gone, man. That, that's it, you know? She's free. She's a free slave. She ain't, she ain't trying to do this shit no more. <laughs> She's done making pancakes, okay? 
<laughs> man, I'll tell you, there's still a lot of that manny shit, even to this day, going on with some companies, right? I mean, Aunt Jemima's gone now, like, what's going to happen to Pine Saw Lady? Or uh, Popeye's Lady? Right? What's going to happen to her? Like, that's some mammy shit, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both going to be out of a job if this shit keeps up. <laughs> you know, Hollywood, they're not hiring black actresses, man. Uh, who knows what's going to happen to them, man? Someone probably going to set up a charity boxing match for them and shit. It's going to be Popeye's Lady versus Pine Saw Lady, which actually seems fucking even more racist. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> oh shit. <Yeah. laughs> Fucking uh uh Cracker Oats uh <clears throat> excuse me, I mean uh Quaker Oats. Uh they own the uh Aunt Jemima brand. And uh yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. They're working on a new pancake and syrup brand name, right? Uh they're expected to reveal the uh new name and logo soon. Uh, which I actually already know. Uh, from now on, uh, it will be called Old Cunt. It's going to have a picture of Paula Dean on the label instead. <laughs> which I think is a lot more uh, appropriate and uh, uh, historically accurate. So. I, I would agree, man. That was good. That was real good. <laughs> so, uh, hey, fucking uh, great job. Fucking Cracker Oats. Uh, <laughs> retiring the most racist, stereotypical brand to probably ever exist. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Only took them, uh, you know, like a hundred years to figure that out. So, uh, <laughs> nice going. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Fucking assholes. But you know what, though, man? I will say this. It wasn't the most racist brand. I mean, it's racist as fuck but man like once upon a time they had like shoe polish called like nigger brown shoe polish and shit man like blatantly in the title of the name of the brand you know what i mean like shit's wild we've came a long way but like it's good to see a fucking the day that aunt jemima can finally retire man for real <laughs> agreed sir agreed <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can 
and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. This season on SEAL Team. And more on this season of CBS's SEAL Team. The cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com. Radio yeah. show, Scab Gene. Bucka, bucka, bucka. About to ease y'all in to this week's Fake Ass Radio Show music segment. What do you say, Gene? You ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Oi, oi, oi! Yeah, I'm gonna make you a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> hey. With butter and high fructose maple flavored syrup. <laughs> <laughs> high fructose. <laughs> With the finest high fructose in my syrups. If my name isn't Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Can't fuck with that fried fructose corn syrup, man. You got, you just got to get regular fucking syrup, bro. Like yeah. pancakes are already cheap enough as it is. Like, come the fuck on. Like, don't chintz out on the maple syrup. Just get good maple syrup. Yeah. 12 bucks a bottle. Hey, fucking hey. Got to do it. Got to do it. Just fuck <laughs> it. Be conservative about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but get that shit, man. Just be, just come on. Don't get that fucking cheap shit. That's all right. Be like Mike. <laughs> get that good shit. Unless you got kids and shit, then okay. Then you can feed them that bullshit because that's all they eat for the fucking first 10 years of their life anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Give them the bullshit. All right. Whatever. Back to this music. Anyways, where were we at, man? What's what, happening? What you got for me tonight, sir? You know, tonight I am pulling out just the the legendary, the triumphant J. Cole tonight, man. He's uh, he's just, you know, he's he's made his mark on hip hop. I think he has solidified himself as one of the greats of this era. You know, like uh, competitive with J. Cole and 
you know, so many other names, but I, I think he's always played the sixth man. But I think J. Cole has always been in it for the long game. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's not going for the immediate plays and likes and radio play. He's just going for solid consistency. And I think at the end of his career, this, this is going to be one of those songs that proves that testament of time, to be honest with you. So, you know, this is J. Cole. The name of the song is Snow on the Bluff. And you're only going to hear this on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Gene Techman. Cole World. Yeah. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average, there's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers, she mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas, she mad at that ignorance, she wear her heart on the sleeve. She mad at the celebrities, low key I be thinking she talking about me. Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism, so when I see something that's valid I listen, but shit, there's something about the queen tone that's bothering me. She strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation. And in turn, they provide her with a perspective and awareness of the system and a fairness that afflicts them and the clearest understanding of what we got to do to get free. And the frustration that feels the worst seems to come from the fact that most people don't see. Just cause you woke and I'm not, that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me. How you gonna leave when you attacking the very same niggas that really do need the shit that you saying? Instead of conveying you holier, come help us get her to speed. Shit, it's a reason it took like 200 years for our ancestors just to get free. These shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical. I look at freedom like trees, can't grow up for us like overnight. Hit the ghetto and slowly start planting your seeds. Fuck is the point of you preaching your message to those that already believe what you believe I'm on some fucking retweet, most people are sheep You got all the answers about how you gon' reach If I can make one more suggestion respectfully I would say it's more effective to treat people like children Understanding the time and love and patience that's needed to grow This change is inevitable, but ain't none of us seen this before Therefore we just gotta learn everything as we go I struggle with thoughts on the daily, feel like a slave to somehow to save And no coins to buy his way about a slavery Think it just maybe in my pursuit to make life so much better for me and my babies I done betrayed the very same people that look at me like I'm some kind of a hero Because of the zeros that's next to the but look here, I promise I'm not who you think Ran into this nigga outside of the store yesterday He said something that had me like, wait He was like, cold, appreciate what you been doing My nigga, that's real, but damn Why I feel faker than snow on the bluff Or maybe cause deep down I know I ain't doing enough
like this song. It's vibey. Yeah, yeah it's on some smoke and think type shit. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. He's getting some criticism for this song, though. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that, man. You're on top of that one. Yeah, yeah. So I need, uh, uh, I need to look a little deeper to see what's going on. Uh, no Name is uh, his accomplice of uh, murder in that track. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it but, says uh, uh, he... Uh, J. Cole has shared some thoughts about his lyrical intentions on that song, as well as showing support for No Name. And then he's gone on Twitter uh, a couple times. Uh, one of them says here, Morning, I stand behind every word of that song that dropped last night. Uh, some assume to know who the song is about. That's fine with me. It's not my job to tell anybody what to think or feel about my work. I accept all conversation and criticism. So, uh, hey. Okay. Yeah. That's J. Cole for you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A. So, uh, I like it, though. Yeah, that's on some kind of vibey Kendrick type shit. It is. So. It is. Yeah. I think J. Cole's stepping into, like, his grown man stride and shit with hip-hop. You know what I mean? Like, I think he knows his place. I think he's comfortable. And I think he's ready to make art for him now, you know? So, his rebuttal on that Twitter statement sounds like everything I would expect out of him, you know? So, that's that's pretty dope. There you go, man. Shit's not for everybody. So, uh, hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So what you got tonight, man? What you playing this evening on the Fake Ass Radio Show? Oh, Lord. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, what? you're doing the Google Rolodex, man. Yeah. What's, up, what's up with that thing? We're going to let Google decide tonight. Okay. Leave it up to the good people at Google. Pick old Scav's selection tonight. So uh, like to hear it? Here it go. Scav's song tonight. Fake Ass Radio Show. Twisted look into the minds and careers of rogue undercovers and the left arm of the law. In a world of death and corruption, a terrorist named Wolfgar brings the city to its knees. And the only hope for New York are two PD gone bad. Gita Silva and Matt Fox are Nighthawk. Let's feed him with death, put heat to their chest. Fight squad to make your life hard, scheming for breath. 1080s make that shit shady, make you stick babies, make you swallow with madams, nigga, hit ladies. You popping that shit, dog, but that shit don't concern me. Because I smoke big weed with the district attorney. So you can see me in the club, hungry bogars, cigars in my mouth, ordering coke from the Coast Guard punk. Whatever shit you claim. I hit you with pepper spray. Fortress make you catch a case. So watch all that shit you say. Don't make me split your face. We all armed. I'm all charmed. When it's bullshit's gone wrong, it's like a butter law. Steven Seagal, easy to brawl. And it's all fun. Easing your bra, easing your bra. When it's all done, me cage, get beat with chains. Move hit you with a lock, show you them streets is tame. Come on, New York Times says Nighthawks is riveting. The Washington Post says Nighthawks is a bad cop thrill ride for the entire family. Entertainment Weekly states a flat-out masterpiece. Smith and Wesson say they want their guns back. The Daily News warns Steven Seagal, watch out, Nighthawks that It's like I hate drug dealers, but I love to chase drugs. Police brutality, futile, you taste slugs. 42 shots go into one civilian, 32 cops dying, two buildings, the mark. I'm hearing this from children. Crime on the streets, it's me. Nine on the seats, it's me. High off the leaf with three. Dead hookers in the street. Fuck cats and terrorists, I'm smashing my therapist. White don't give a fuck, she got 
got my drug on Maryland. Feds break down, then they move the eggs down and shake down. These fat fucks got their hands in my cake now. Looking for slices, I'd rather hook devices. To the engine block, turn the key, they look, it's priceless. Trust, like my leg, the first door it bust. Precinct ain't on us, put the word corner. The city is dead, I only pity the feds. Miles off the coast, floating, getting Caribbean head. The Philadelphia Inquirer states there's no brotherly love in this one. The LA Times says Nighthawks makes colors look like Disneyland. And the Miami Herald raves the Silva and Fox are the next best thing since our Crockett and Tubbs. The tribunal says that if you like cops, you won't anymore. Denigrous scum with power. Illegal searches by the hour. Forensics can't trace this gunpowder. Execution-style corpses found on porches upstate. Tied with jump ropes and duct tape. I beat you with a phone book, make you confess. You get burnt with cigarettes in the upper part of your chest. Raid without warrants and claim probable cause. Unstoppable laws prove that these bottles is yours. I have the right to remain violent. Protect and serve Hit the evidence room for the texts and the herbs I'm on the renegade squad with a code of not snitching With off-duty maneuvers co-signed by politicians Billy Club the whole city up after this With authority to smash you riot act activists Unaffected by petitions The man in blue with the grammar too Training day plan part two The Chicago Tribune thinks Elliot Ness Would have left the force for these boys The Boston Globe writes Black and white cops as partners, not in this town. The Detroit Free Press labels Fox and the Silver riot starters. And the Village Voice, well, they just pissed on the floor like a scared little puppy. ass bars fucking nighthawks song's called the trailer yeah man song's featuring tame one song's produced by dj mighty my and mighty my what can i am mighty about uh man about nighthawks man they did what one album it was like a concept rap album yeah man right it was cage and kamuteo it was Kamuteo, like uh, is uh, has since passed away. It was like that Watch the Throne, Run the Jewels shit before it popped off. You know what I mean? Like Nighthawks was all about that like duality MC shit. You know what I mean? Like they they were sick. It's if only a, they had more albums. It's a rap opera concept album, yeah, and man. it's based on an old Sylvester Stallone movie of the same name. Right? I didn't know that part. Yeah, shit. so. <laughs> and it's pretty relevant even to this day man and what are they're like two dirty cops <laughs> cage and kumoteo and uh the albums is just about how they do dirt as cops in new york city so that's fantastic yeah that's fantastic how appropriate <laughs> so there you go yeah great record from uh 2002 eastern conference records yeah probably the height of their popularity i'd say right around 2002 <laughs> I'm going to have to dig into that shit, man. I, I love a concept hip-hop album for sure. Nighthawks is a good one then, man. You'll like it. Yeah. yeah. Cage, Kamuteo. Yeah, and then, that, like I said, that song had Tame One on it too. A little added bonus. Yeah. 
I've seen all three of them motherfuckers, man. When Camus uh, was still alive, I've seen, uh, I've actually seen them all multiple times. That's multiple great. Times. Yeah, fucking A, man. Those were the days, man. Those are the days. Cage and Tame One actually have a concept album together as well called the Leak Brothers. Yeah, that is, Leak, uh, Leak, Leak, Leak Brothers. Oh, yeah, that album's all about uh, doing PCP <laughs> and the benefits of doing that. Right. So, yeah, check that out too. Check out Nighthawks. Yeah, some good projects from back in the day, man. That's some good shit back in the day shit. Yeah. Well, shit, man, I'd say that's about a show right there. Yeah, that's about a show, man. We, we talked about uh, Aunt Jemima and how she's uh, retiring from making pancakes. She's about to, uh, you know, take her money and uh, hopefully head out to an island and uh, chill out, have somebody take care of her, you know, play some good music, a little Kei Muteo, a little J. Cole, yeah. you know, like shout out, rest in peace, Kei Muteo. Yeah, this was a pretty good podcast, I would say, bro. Yeah. Fun shit, man. Fun shit. Always a good time talking to Gene Techman. Hey, hey, hey. As always, check out our social medias. We're at Fake Ass Radio everywhere on the Twitters, on the Facebook, where you click shop now at the top and you get the Modest Mix T. We're at Fake Ass Radio Show on the gram. That's where you click the link in the bio and you hook yourself up with the good Meister products. That link's been popping lately, too, so... Appreciate everybody who's been putting in orders and shit, man. Definitely appreciate that shit. It makes us look like fucking rock stars to them. So keep that shit fucking coming, y'all. Please, 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 please. Fabulous, I tell you. Fabulous. (laughs) And uh, I'll say it one more time. Folks, if you're going to be grilling this weekend, I want you to do one thing and one thing only. Gene, what is that? Whatever you do, watch out for grill pubes. Couldn't have said it better myself, sir. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, Gene. Peace. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah, 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 yeah.